0: Welcome to Project Quantum Leap, the podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Andrew. And I'm Sydney. Three fans, three generations, three unique perspectives, one leap back into a television phenomenon.
1: Today, Ben gets a crash course in a solo mission. Uh, Spoiler and trigger warning, wartime violence and military-related violent topics, loss, death. Um, it's It's a war zone in Cold War Russia um so you know keep that in mind I assume you've seen the episode though uh housekeeping we are of course very very busy um I have started my new job uh it is a a normal schedule Monday through Friday um nine to nine to five or ten to six um it's a little gives me a little bit of leeway so I um I'll be working my recording schedule into that um of course, Sydney and I are getting married next Woo, week, so we've been very busy. Next
0: week, this week, yes, bro. this week, four days.
1: Sorry, uh, in four days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so we've been very busy getting that ready. Um, so you know that's why we're all behind and and busy as fuck. So uh, thank you for your patience in that, and uh, we'll be getting into a normal schedule fairly soon. And uh, next week, Christina will have guest hosts. I don't know if she's. Uh, specifically chosen who it is yet, but we had we had quite a few people um, want to guest host, so uh, at one point in time or another, we'll probably get them all, just maybe not this, this the very next episode. Yeah,
2: um, I've interviewed three so far. I have one more today, probably. Honestly, I'd use them all if I could in, in one episode, but we'll, we'll probably...
1: Yeah, just too many cooks in the kitchen yeah, for a thing. Yeah, so
2: we'll probably uh, split them up because I do like the idea of having guest hosts, and we've talked to some really awesome people so far.
1: Yeah, and again, like our whole stick with this podcast is for getting three different perspectives. More people just brings more perspectives. Exactly,
0: exactly. That's a stick. This whole time we've had a stick.
1: <laughs> You're stupid and funny filter. filter. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to take you seriously. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's our it's our angle, not yeah. our stick.
2: And for anybody who's confused, we're all using weird filters.
0: Yes. Yeah, we zoom.
1: Uh, zoom has avatar filters now, so I'm a cat,
0: and we all look like trash yeah. right now. So that's why we were like decided, yeah. yeah. So,
1: hey, speak for yourself.
2: <laughs> hey, I took a shower this
0: morning. Well, so did I. Hence the <laughs> the towel on my head currently in real life. But I'm as of right now, I'm a, I'm a bunny. I'm a bunny in some grass. That's uh, that's what they see right I'm now. I'm a fox in space
1: oh yeah my cat's at the northern lights nice
0: nice so this
2: week our shout outs uh thank you to al's place once again for the leap information and a personal thank you to sam over at fate's wide wheel for helping me out with some uh behind the scenes podcasting stuff they've been a big help with all the probably redundant questions i've had so uh thank you very much and just a thank you to sam and dennis over there in general uh they've been two of the most warm and welcoming people in this fandom and if you haven't heard dennis has stepped away from the podcast but you should definitely check out his other projects and we're looking forward to seeing more from him in the future and i will go ahead and be putting his link tree in the show notes and yeah um also a huge welcome back to all the podcasts and listeners who are waking up and ready to dive into the next adventure.
1: Yeah, Most of our um, inter-podcastal communications is done by Christina. So almost everybody basically knows Christina and not me and Sydney. Uh, With the small caveat that I'm in a group chat with a few of them for a potential collaboration. Uh, We've just been having a hard time nailing down, scheduling for all of us to actually, it's like three different podcasts I think. So, it, it, it's fun. a little
2: rough. Um,
1: it's a lot of In a lot so. of time zones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Tell me about it. My co-host on the Dark Crystal podcast is in Australia, so um, I'm quite familiar <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> Literal other side of the world. Yeah.
1: I think this group chat has like eight people in it, if I remember yeah. right. So. And yeah, I think one's in the UK, if I remember right, and... But then they're all strewn about different time zones in the U.S. as well. So The leap date
0: is 1978, somewhere in Russia. Uh, the leapy is Sergeant Perez. And today, instead of leaping home as expected, Ben finds himself in 1978 aboard a top-secret military flight, transporting mysterious cargo. When the flight comes under attack, you're, you're, you're covering up my thing. Stop doing that. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Literally cannot see the sentence. Okay. Uh, and today, instead of leaping home as expected, Ben finds himself in 1978 aboard a top-secret military flight, transporting mysterious cargo. When the flight comes under attack, the plot deepens as Ben and the crew discover the sobering truth behind their mission.
1: Uh so first off before we get into the episode I want to apologize um I think there's going to be about 7 edits in just our introduction <laughs> which, which basically never happens
2: We're a mess hot mess today We're a mess
1: So if it sounds like there's some cuts it's because there it, worse. Yeah
2: and I'm not as skilled as Andrew is in editing
1: And I, I I don't know about that I'm not like really skilled myself I just can get the yeah. job done <laughs> Um uh, what an exciting return! By right? The way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, something uh, Christine and I spoke about the uh, uh, the trailers and uh, the Welcome Back episode uh, from last week was how much more exciting this season looks. Um, like there's more there's more intensity is what I should say. Uh, and I think that kind of show, kind of rang true in this episode. Um, a lot of uh, you know, High tension, wartime, plane crashes.
0: Well, plus the um, stakes overall are bigger than just get Ben home. The stakes are now, like, save the world, right? Like <laughs>
2: we, it, it kind of feels that way.
0: Yeah. Save Ben,
1: Which, save um, the world. Yeah, <laughs> save the cheerleader, save the world. Save the, save the, the leaper, leaper, save the world. There it is. Um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed everything I saw. It does have me worrying overall still kind of a little bit like i said i have faith in the writers and the team and everything but i um you know trying to make this show for a wide audience i do have that tinge of worry that it might lose the the heart and personality of the interpersonality yeah there was a lot less of that in this episode um in in regards to the uh, uh the people that ben leaps into or that the person Ben leapt into. Like we basically don't know crap about Perez. It might as well have just been Ben for the whole episode. I think a big Uh, part
2: of that was he didn't have Addison there telling him anything. We That's true. We didn't have that this episode, so he kinda had to go off just whatever he could
1: yeah, whatever
2: he could figure out.
1: Yeah. So In a way, that raises the stakes, obviously. um, Makes Ben's mission that much harder. What I did like is the way they're dealing with um, the home team in this episode. Which was, (laughs) it it took the balance out of a 50-50 split between present day and and deep, And the way it was just all done in, in flashbacks. And we actually didn't see the present team at all. That was an interesting... Um, sort of a uh, twist, segway yeah. se- twist, and what the, I couldn't <laughs> think like, of the word. And what, um, yeah, like segue, uh divergent, yeah. something like that. Twist to how they were doing the the, the future for the present day well, uh, in last season, but it could just be this episode because now Ian has found it.
0: Yeah, so. that- well, because they told us what the the main issue was. Like we, the whole time we yeah. were like, okay, something's wrong here. Yeah. And it's because literally everything was shut down
2: yeah. for Again. three years. <laughs> and honestly, Oy. I feel like I should have seen that coming when they were showing memories of Quantum Leap's beginnings instead mm. of mm-hmm. what was going on at the, at the uh, project present day. I was like, yeah. um, I kept saying, where are all my people?
0: What yeah. are they doing? I will say. Uh, we also. Oh. I, I just. I was gonna say. I feel like that was uh, a struggle for me for the like first half of the episode or first two thirds of it. I felt like we're missing that ensemble that I feel like really is the heart of the show. Even though Ben is awesome and obviously Raymond is his portrayal is awesome and and Ben is great, the ambiance uh, ambiance ensemble of all of them together and their interactions, like, is a huge part of what fuels everything forward and why we keep watching it. So missing that aspect, it really felt um, off, and it really felt like every time it would flash back, I I was like, yes, like, looking forward to those moments. Um, And also, I think because the people in The Leap, were all kind of annoying. Like <laughs> the, the other people that Ben had to interact with were like super frustrated. Like this friggin' Timon and Pumbaa guys. Dude. Oh my like, god, the brothers! They were making me crazy. They I was like, bro.
1: They ugh. were they were very Yeah, they they um, drove me nuts.
0: The other
1: the other two that the lieutenant and the um.
0: I, I
2: the don't guy, remember what his rank was. was.
1: Um. But yeah, they they were fine. Um, yeah, and they had compelling sort of like motivations for yeah, that episode exactly that didn't really go too deep, but we did get to see it and we got to see what was going on with them. But yeah, um, Laurel and Hardy over there were a little annoying. yeah
2: I, I can imagine <laughs> yeah. working with someone like that. I mean, in the army, you get all these different personalities, and obviously these guys are the ones that have been thrown to the side because they're
0: they're fuck ups. Yeah, I've worked mm-hmm. with those people. They're highly annoying. <laughs> so as we're watching it i literally said i was like i can't wait to ask christina how like likely it is like do people like this actually make it like in the military because are there actually people who are this doofusy because how would they get this far but then like later in the episode when it's revealed that like oh these are the rejects these the out the outcasts like okay that explains why they're doofuses but at the same time, I was like, "Man, how how do people like this? Are there really guys like that? First of all, they're caricatures of people, so they're not. They don't. They just didn't feel like real people to me. But then also, are people that? Is anyone actually like that? Have you ever met anyone that ridiculous in military service? Yes, yes, California. I have. <laughs> well, okay, um, I'm not
2: going to mention any names, but they were often oh sure they were often the butt of jokes because they just could not put two and two together for anything okay
1: well alright yeah so it... um, all, expanding on everything Sydney said and what we were talking about beforehand by the way <clears throat> we should have also or what Christina said we should have also seen it coming because there is always a parallel between what they're showing in the leap and what's happening at home yeah um, these were a bunch of people that were basically cast away and forgotten about by the US government and what just happened to quantum leap it was, they were cast away and gotten him out by the government so that <laughs> by the government so that was the writing was on the wall like we that was a, a good way to sort of relate to the two, the two halves yeah, of the episode like
0: oh shit what's happening out there i i do yeah. i do have um, a theory though mm-hmm.
2: is it too early for that um
0: no okay Not. so
2: we all know that the original project quantum leap was in new mexico right and then inexplicably mm-hmm. in this new c- series they're in la well, they got mm-hmm. shut down. Do you think they went to go revive things out in New Mexico?
0: I'm gonna say that makes sense to me.
1: Uh, my theory is that um, they're gonna team up with um, Janice and get just get a, a home home version, like off the grid somewhere. Mm. And you know, it takes a long time to yeah. build that. So, yeah. so I think that's I think Ian and and company. Are working with Janice, and that's partially why it took them so long to find. Uh, maybe Ian had to go in and like steal Ziggy's mainframe right, right. <laughs> or something. Um, <laughs> I I could see after what happened in season one, the mistrust of the people in charge, right. um, seeing what can happen, um, them basically seeing it important enough to take it into their own in, into their own hands.
0: Makes That's a lot my series, yeah yeah um, watch it be some combination of both of those right right
1: yeah, or more likely it'll be nothing neither of them, and it'll be something completely different um, yeah, we'll see the one thing that like really oh, okay the character guys were were yeah. annoying, but the one thing that like kind of frustrated me I got like season two blue balls <laughs> is um. At the end of season one, one of the last things we see is the quantum accelerator turning on, right. or whatever it is—I can't remember what it's called—the the chamber turning on, and someone is coming back. And I kind of wish we had seen what happened because it obviously wasn't then. Yeah. So I, I like it. The the non-addressal of that in in the show was frustrating. I assume we will see it. I don't think they're going to do the lost thing where they just. Ignore yeah. parts of the show, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least not this I, early on. I think on.
2: we will see that eventually, or at least get some kind of clue as to what happened, because yeah. it was enough yeah. for them to think that Ben had died. Like whatever yeah. happened yep. was enough for them to make that conclusion.
0: Yeah,
1: I was thinking like split timelines thing. Like Ben did go home, but Ben is also still leaping.
2: Showed oh, Ben. Oh. I can't say the word. Schrodinger's
1: Ben. Schrodinger's Leap. (laughs) Um, He is and is not leaping at the same time.
2: Um, Oh, there was something else I wanted to say on that, and I just lost the thought. Um, Oh, oh, well. um, Okay, so remember, I don't remember if we did this in a classic episode or in in one of these episodes, but we were talking about Sam, who would disappear for weeks on end, and, yeah. and be nowhere mm-hmm. and we were wondering how Ben's leaps worked and if it was instantaneous or if so oh, it yeah. seems like he hasn't been leaping from person to person all this time he's been kind of
1: yeah to him he thought yeah, it just happened he's
2: been like in a limbo so, so apparently you can still get lost in this quantum realm for Yeah. time periods <laughs> and I'm wondering if that shutdown had something to do with him getting stuck that way
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe, um, or like the resolution of season one caused something in the equipment that whatever came home, whatever happened in that uh, waiting room—not waiting room,
2: imaging mm-hmm. chamber. No imaging wait, chamber. No, um, um, yes, my brain's not working. You know what I mean.
1: Well, yeah, whatever happened. Caused Ben to kind of get lost, yeah. right? The resolution, whether the timeline is split, whether they changed something so drastically that um, Ben got just sent somewhere and it took him three years yeah. to get there. Um, yeah, instantaneous for him, three years for a home team. Also, you know, the way that, and think about when he actually comes home and everyone he knows is three years older than him now, or, or three years older than what he and, knew. Yeah. That's weird too does he age? Yeah. I I am assuming no.
2: Yeah, cuz that doesn't seem like something I mean, he might like while he's in a leap, but maybe not while he's floating around in the realm. Yeah, not not in yeah. the in-betweens.
1: Yeah. If he was in between for 3 years, I have to assume like if it's if it felt like instantaneous to him, I imagine he didn't age 3 years instantaneously. That would him, suck. So time travel bullcrap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, also, where's his bo- his body is with him, right? It's mm-hmm. not like with Sam before where his body is separate. He's He's his body's not somewhere. But bo-
1: his body is in the quantum yeah. entanglement space. I see. It's not um, physically in the imaging chamber or waiting room or whatever.
0: Um, what I was going to say on like to respond to your your sort of complaint Andrew about the being sort of left not uh, knowing what's going on in the bigger plot at the be- at the beginning, like picking up from the cliffhanger. I feel mm-hmm. like there were two big reasons that stick out to me why they wouldn't do that. I feel like um, one is that we are always supposed to be like Ben is our point of view. Like even though the ensemble of the whole cast mm-hmm. together is the heart of the show, we are still experiencing things through Ben's perspective, he and the audience are kind of d- tied together. We are tethered to Ben. Okay. And so we were experiencing,
1: ben is b- like,
0: <laughs> that's a deep cut. Um, we were experiencing the same confusion Ben is experiencing. We didn't know, like, what was going on outside because Ben didn't know what was going on outside. And I feel like it kind of helped with like increasing the tension of like what what is happening right now you know like we we were feeling what ben was feeling but like from an audience perspective i feel like that was that was sort of the intent I, there but, yeah
1: i understand it i just like the way i equated it to like blue balls yeah. it's like there's this huge cliffhanger yeah. and then to not have it addressed yeah it's just a little A little blue, a little blue. I, I um, I feel like
0: they should have at the end of the episode addressed it a little. Like at least when Ian was explaining, like really quickly, like mentioned that like (laughs) somebody came through, but it wasn't you. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: If we see home team in the next episode, I I assume that's probably when it'll be uh, brought up. Um, Oh well, what I was. But like, sorry, I was going
0: to say. My oh, go ahead. No, uh, I just was going to say that the second reason, I think, why they did that is because from a from a TV standpoint, you have to remember that this is, like, on TV, not just streaming. And a lot of people are probably going to, like, see this who ha- didn't watch the first season, maybe. True. And, like, they turn on TV and, like, oh, this the Quantum Leap thing. Let's check this out. And so for the first episode to dive right into the big overarching plot where they need a bunch of context maybe wouldn't be the smartest thing to do from that respect when I think we're kind of used to the way streaming goes now where it's like you're expected to have all the context all the time because you just finished watching the rest of it like five seconds ago Mm -hmm. but now there might be people coming in fresh right now and it makes more sense to give them a taste of like what the bulk of a quantum leap episode is going to feel like with like Ben in the middle of the leap and stuff, but then not overload the new audience with all of the context of the big overarching plot until like sort of the end when it's like, you know, giving them that tease of like, well, now you should go back. On Peacock and watch the rest of it if you like that. <laughs> like catch up and see what happened. I don't know. That's just a theory. Well, and that
2: does make sense. And then also I remember when we watched the very first episode. And we kind of complained that it felt a little info dumpy. Mm.
1: Didn't that's feel true. that
0: way this way. So yeah.
1: You know, that's true. A good a good um, sort of perspective from my past self. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It wasn't just like an entire episode of recap of here's all the stuff that happened in season one. Yeah. Because that's, that's one that's frustrating for the audience who did watch all that, but also it's not really giving a new audience an accurate representation of what to go- expect moving forward, I guess, like
1: what the episode yeah. to episode is. Um,
0: So I feel like it was kind of smart to be like, here's what to expect in terms of like the tone and pacing of the show but then also through giving us those flashbacks of the beginning of quantum leap it was also kind of filling in with with context for but also at the same time not being repetitive like it was giving us the viewers who did watch season one new information but also kind of introducing stuff for new audiences at the same time when you think about it
2: okay yeah i like that and can we talk about those scenes, um, Ian and Jen? No. Perfect yeah. little siblings. What are we in fifth grade? Also, Jen's <laughs> eyeliner.
0: I mean, it was just
1: like the the hollowed out cat yeah. eye. Yeah. Or we cat we call color, that well. we call that
0: a graphic eyeliner, uh, okay. in the industry of having faces. <laughs> in industry of <laughs> faces. <practices. laughs> uh, I just I was
2: just <laughs> thought. Um, I, I really liked those scenes. You, you kind of see yeah. Ben struggling with his little crush on Addison, and you know, Jen and Ian being the perfect little siblings. Yeah. And just, I don't know, it was nice to see the beginnings. We didn't get any of that in the original. And I always. Yeah,
1: I always it. wanted that. We saw we saw some of it when Ben leapt into himself.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, in the original with Sam and Al, like, we with got Sam, like, oh, oh, absolutely. They, yeah, they yeah. were there were mentions of the project. There were mentions of the beginnings, but you didn't really see that. It was kind of nice. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely. Um, I think uh, one of the biggest uh, positives on this. Series in retrospect of the, the the last series, which is seeing that team dynamic, the ensemble, the the startup, how how it how it came to be. Yeah, it, was, it feels deeper. It,
2: it does. Yeah. You feel more connected to those characters back home. I mean, in the original, yeah, you knew that Al had an on and off thing with Tina, and um, you know, sometimes she would cheat on him with Gushy, and but you never really met these people. You did, but you never really met them, met them.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know what else? I, right off the bat, when we started watching the first episode, what I liked the most. What? The, um, I assume it's still Debra yes. in the intro.
2: That was cool.
1: That felt so much smoother. So, I remember complaining about it in the first episode, or the yeah. first season, that it sounded like they recorded it and then in post-processing they added artificial gaps because it sounds like when deborah was saying a sentence like you can tell when there is a pause when someone's pauses they're speaking but it sounded like there wasn't a pause and they added a silence so they would stretch out the sentence and um that's that's gone and it it flows better it sounds like she just said the intro. yeah yeah and the pauses the pauses were natural the pauses were done by deborah not an yeah. editor or a, or a director or whoever would have done the audio. Yeah,
2: I I liked I liked the new intro. Um it Yep. It felt like a callback to the the original. It,
1: yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was good. I liked it a lot. That's that's I think I said it almost immediately after it was had finished I turned to Sydney and was like wow I really like that intro yeah. that's way better than the first one Yeah,
0: <laughs> and also part of that just might have had to do with the fact that it was just something different Yeah. Um, so it was just like something mm, that felt so. fresh but also yeah like it genuinely did feel like um, more appropriate because the
1: first time they had the intro on the first season I immediately said those pauses sound yeah weird.
0: that part for sure but I just mean like the added uh, effect of like oh hey a new thing that's nice was also there um
1: yeah oh it's also more wordy like it's there's she's saying a lot more i think uh -uh. and i think that's why they put so many pauses in it in the in the first season because it was only like one or two sentences this felt like up like a a well i feel
2: like also part of the reason that they have that change will the Driving force of the show has changed. Like now, they're not just trying to get Ben home. Now mm-hmm. they've got like this whole new yeah. thing that they have to deal with. The stakes are yep. elevated. Yeah.
1: Ziggy, Ziggy going uh cray cray. Um.
2: Speaking of with uh, Deborah Pratt doing the uh, intro again, mm-hmm. are we going to mm-hmm. hear Ziggy this season? Probably. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, perhaps, perhaps. So. It does feel like Ziggy will be you know a a, a point of yeah. the season right they don't you don't just unveil that ziggy is going to go crazy <laughs> at the end of season 1 and then not have ziggy be featured yeah. at all so um if yeah if they if they develop that um that ai as a character then yeah why not
2: i think it would be cool it would be nice to hear ziggy's voice again
0: yeah um I really enjoyed how uh, they, what they were trying to do about like how Ben was missing his team, but he clearly was like showing us and reminding himself, like, just because I don't have that team, I'm still like, I have a kind of job that, but also I have learned that. I work best with a team and that things work out best when I look at the people who I have with me and figure out everyone's strengths and how to best, like, make it so that I utilize everything that I have here and not just mm-hmm. just me do everything. Um, yeah, that was his main so, lesson in, in season one. Basically. Even though, like, half of his party with him, I mean, there were four people with him, yes. and so, yeah, half of half mm-hmm. of them were idiots, he still was, like, all right, what we're going to do, what we're going to do. Yeah. And um how, how can we best, you know, utilize everyone to to the make sure we get done what needs to get done. But he still was like being a really good leader, taking charge, being like, "Hey, I know this and here's what we should do." But at the same time, recognizing when um the the girl whose name I can't remember the lieutenant yeah the lieutenant was like hey you're a really good leader like and encouraging her not just he took charge but did not to the point that he took away from her growth
2: yeah um yeah and I also find it funny that they all realize this guy was totally not acting like himself yeah, and they were like, you know what? We just need to get out of here alive. We'll figure it out when we
0: get back. Just, I'm really glad it didn't go in the direction I suspected it might because at the beginning, how the two, how Timon and Pumbaa, I'm gonna keep calling <laughs> them Timon and Pumbaa, um, because that's who they were. That to is me. 100% who um, they were. They, like, how they were really into like the conspiracy theories and Area 51 and blah blah. I picked up on them being suspicious of Ben right away, and I was like, oh no the issue of this episode is going to be that these guys are going to like suspect that he's a time traveler because but the, but like from a crazy person's point of view yeah, you know what I mean yeah. like, they're going to be all like this guy didn't act like how he acted yesterday and you know how, why does he know stuff that nobody else knows about like they were going to be trying to figure out like getting in his way essentially the entire episode I thought they were going to be the main conflict I didn't see them as ending up being part of the team i was predicting at the beginning that they were going to be the main conflict getting in ben's way because they were trying to figure out what his deal was and i'm really relieved uh that that was not the way things went because that's one of my most frustrating things is when like i figure out what's going to happen in the first five seconds and then i'm just like watching everything unfold exactly as i feel like it's going to and i was very pleasantly like I was very pleasantly met with instead, just really good storytelling and Ben actually applying the lessons he's learned in the first season. It's not that I doubted that. I I was like, shame on me. Like these guys know better than that. (laughs) Shame on me for, for having that moment. But, but you know, I've been jaded by a lot of shows and, and movies who just make stupid decisions and you never know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen here.
2: And you know what? It was, it was a good, fun adventure story, in my opinion. I got a lot of um, vibes new from those 80s... Those 80s movies where, like, you've got the team, and they're on this mission, and Andrew's now a, yeah. an otter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. You
2: know, it's kind of like this ragtag bunch of, you know, yeah, people just trying to survive and... I mean, obviously, you're not going to save the world, but right. in this case, they're trying I mean, to get
0: out of... They were certainly saving people, though. They, they were saving a bunch of people yeah. at the end of the day.
2: Even after they found out they were tricked into being decoys, yeah. So, like, no, we're not going to let this happen to someone else.
0: Yeah. So. And then also, like, the lieutenant's main lesson of, like, even if I knew I was going to be a decoy, I still would have done it, because mm-hmm. that's why I'm here. I'm here to help out however I can. She reminded me a lot. Um, I feel like she was... They deliberately um, gave her sort of a similar character personality to Addison Mm -hmm. to sort of fill that void of missing her presence in the show. I also feel like... Well, in the episode, I mean. Yeah. And I feel like um, it probably also emphasized, like, Ben's missing Addison of, like... Yeah. Especially, I really like that scene in the car when he tells her, like, you're going to inspire, you know, a generation of women and I know somebody who would love to thank you because it's, like, acknowledging that, yeah. you know, this woman paved the foundation for Addison one day. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. I
2: like it. You know, uh, another scene that really stuck out to me because it was still a big thing when I was in the military Yeah, was when... Um, Bailey, Bailey was his name, was on that landmine,
1: yeah. and he,
2: like, literally just came out of the closet, and that's something yep. you just did not do, not even in the 90s. No, um, no. In the military. Unless you were
0: about to die. Yeah. yeah. It was,
2: there was, uh, like, don't ask, don't tell was a big thing, and... Oh, yeah. I was like, and then the fact that his team was like, okay, cool, but you're not gonna die. Yeah. You know, they it wasn't...
0: Mm-hmm. There was no... Because well, they all, like, they all had that sort of, we could relate to each other because we were outcasts for one reason or another. Yeah. And exactly. now this, the stakes are so dire, it's like, who are we to just judge you for something like that when we're all trying to not get blown yeah. up?
2: <laughs> exactly. And that, to me, that is, like, the biggest um, gripe I always had with the military. It's like, why does that matter? Yeah. Why? can you do a job okay cool i don't care who you love love who you want to love yeah it has no weight on what you're doing in a war zone yeah
0: it's um I, i like that we were seeing both that issue as well as um the the lieutenant's you know issues of I mean, to to boil it down to feminism, obviously, but, like, (laughs) also just the way that that women in the military, you know, have been... It's two aspects of that same issue of, like, for the longest time, our government treating the military like this is just for men. This is just for men who go home to their women who stay home, and any deviation from that is incorrect, and we're going to shame you for that. Exactly. And... You know, oh you're a woman who wants to be in the military, bah. <laughs> oh, you're a man in the military and you love men, bah. <laughs> like Yeah. Um even in the seventies, which I guess now that is starting to look more like further away. I was gonna say the seventies doesn't isn't actually that long ago comparatively. Like when we look at, you know, It was 50, <laughs> fifty years ago. Yeah. But yeah, now we're we are grandpa's. Um not that we any of us were alive in the seventies, but still no. point being like we think of issues like that, and we think of, like, the 50s at the latest. Yeah. And and a lot of us have that, like, we learn in school, and, like, we see in pop culture and everything that, like, everything changed socially in the 60s, and after that, there was a lot more progression.
1: Civil rights, women's yeah, suffrage. Yeah,
0: and, like, we see that, well, I mean, suffrage was the 1920s, but but still, point being, like, a lot of, lot of stuff happened in the 60s, and we think, like, that's the turning point and everything got better after that, but no (laughs) not everything did get better it takes a long time like even even if you pass a whole bunch of laws that seemingly solve the problems the problems don't go away overnight it takes many decades like we are still you know suffering in society with people thinking backwards because they're struggling to let go of the past and move forward and progress because there's always going to be people who reject it and even now in 2023 like that's still That's still happening. So obviously in 1978, we're going to have that.
2: Yeah, especially so much closer to when that change started happening.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a lot more resistance to it. Yeah. So yeah, just think um, also to go back to that, the leap mirrors the present day or mirrors the team Mm -hmm. because... Obviously, Addison can relate a lot to what the lieutenant was going through and then Bailey definitely like we can't help but think of Ian and the things that they have been through and the, the things that they have expressed and in, in um, previous episodes and everything like we it's clear that we were supposed to make those connections to the characters that we are familiar with because Ben would be making those connections. Yeah. And because having those people in his his life help him to relate to these people in the leap even more. Like Ben relates to can find a way to relate to everybody in any leap that he goes into because he has this family to draw from and all these experiences to draw from.
2: But who who yep. parallels Tweedledee and Tweedledum?
0: Timon and Pumba, we've been over <laughs> <Yeah. this.
2: laughs> <laughs> like, they were good for some comic relief here and there, but at one point I'm like, dude, shut up.
0: Yeah, I can't help but feel like, I always am a little weary of when we throw in characters just for the sake of levity, like, I don't feel like that's always necessary, I think we shouldn't shy away from things being heavy and dark, Yeah. Um, because a lot of the time that's, that's reality, and... It's okay. We should face that. Not every dark and heavy moment in your life is going to be offset by a couple of delightful ne'er-do-wells. Like, it <laughs> doesn't work that way. <laughs> but also, these guys are, yeah, they're freaking annoying. But, um, I, I sort of hoped that they might get blown up on the landmine. But, um, oh. <laughs> but no, it's fine. It, it, it worked out fine. Know, I know. It, it worked out fine, though. Like, the things, um, I'm not going to go so far as to say they grew on me by the end but I liked them more at the by the end of it than I did at the beginning because yeah. you could tell that they were learning they were growing they were becoming better people by the end of it um, it just felt like they were just kind of there just to be bodies and just to be funny
2: yeah. Um, yeah.
0: and to emphasize to us that like oh these are outcasts I guess you know okay now I'm talking myself into rationalizing it but um, but I feel like they could also serve as extra frustration for like Bailey and the Lieutenant. Cause it's like these guys, you're going to lump me in the same character as the same category as these fucking guys, just because I'm gay or just because I'm a woman, I get to be thrown on the plane with Timon and Pumbo over here. Right. right. Like you put that on the same, I guess. So yeah, they serve that purpose too. Well, so even, even uh,
2: <laughs> Perez Ben's uh, character. Yeah. They mentioned like he had been a part of some embezzling scheme or whatever. Even, yeah, we
0: know very little about yeah, the guy, but about Perez.
2: They even seemed to favor him, who's, you know, a criminal, obviously. He's done some criminal activity over yeah. the other two guys, who were also mm-hmm. criminals. They allegedly smuggled yeah. stuff into Nam, but um, you'd think they'd be like, oh man, these three guys, let's just see if we can work around them and involve them as little as possible, but they seem to have more faith in Perez than they did the other two guys.
0: Yeah. I, I did find myself wondering that a couple times. Like we don't know anything about Perez actually, other than that, like one sentence. Yeah. But I guess it doesn't really matter. Ben at this point, Ben was like, all right, um, I'm just gonna see what happens when I don't have Addison and Ian and Ziggy and like all of the information to lean on, like, I am i can't know anything about who I've leapt into, so the yeah. best I can do is be myself. Because he did kind of just like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna be Ben then. Just start speaking <laughs> Russian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, and you could see how in some ways that bit him in the ass. Yeah. But in ma- the ways that mattered, no, at the end of the day, no matter who he leaps into, he still has to be Ben. And
2: what yeah. I want to know is this shows that he can fulfill an objective without you know addison telling him what that objective is but what exactly was the objective get them out safely blow up the missile site was that all the
1: objective my guess my guess is that without ben um they would have shot down whatever that shipment was
0: and we never did figure out what that was well, plus those no. people, like they weren't gonna get rescued. They would have no. just died out there. They would have.
1: That's yeah. If, if Ben couldn't um, uh, do what he did, they wouldn't have gotten to the radio tower. They wouldn't have. Yeah. He wouldn't have been able to even stave off the um, the second troop of Russians for that. Exactly. Short of time.
0: And not even bringing up like whatever character growth. You know, those people, like the lieutenant, like what sorts of things she mu- she was going to go on to accomplish now that she wasn't going to die out in Russia like and mm-hmm. bailey same thing like the whole redemption and um we people like that <laughs> who as ben said paved the way for future generations and for progress yeah. like they needed to they needed to survive
2: it, you know it um was kind of a letdown and i know why we didn't get it but just that little quick update that you usually get at the end of where these people went, what they went on to do. We, oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't get maybe, that. Maybe
0: uh, it seems unlikely that we will, honestly, with yeah. what's what's happening back home. Like, that's not really a priority. Like, But maybe, who knows? Maybe um, when things are up and running and more smoothly and Ben's in good communication with the home team, they can be like, oh, here's all the stuff that you've already accomplished. Even with things being a mess, you here's know, what you've already gotten.
2: Yeah. You know what would be awesome? If mm. uh, that lieutenant somehow found her way to, to, quantum, to leap. quantum Leap. Hey, that's true. Like, maybe that put her on some higher-ups radar and Many years in the future, she's
0: yeah working the project. She knows magic, perhaps.
2: Possibly, he was Navy, she was Air Force, but they did a lot they of could missions have together. Met,
0: they could have met at the at the Disneyland flag retreat when yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the different military people come together. And <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah. You never know. That's a good point.
1: Um, also, we didn't get to see uh, what Ben's next shenanigan no, is. No, they kind yeah. Like we 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 saw him leap away, but he didn't go into a situation. They kind of yet. just
2: showed a teaser for what was to come in the season. We don't know which one is going to be next. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I oh, I'm so excited for to to go to Salem and oh see God. the witch trials from Ben's perspective like that's that's an era that will always be so like fascinating to me not because I'm into spooky witch stuff which I am but not not that but because it's not about that at all like <laughs> there were no actual <laughs> witches <laughs> very likely in that in that time like but it's an era that I feel like is always going to be relevant to things that we're going through now because of the, the way that people behave in yeah. power. And I'm just very curious to see there's, there's just always anytime that era is talked about in media, a lot of the time it's, it's just in- interesting. Yeah. And I, I'm curious to see what they say about it from Ben's perspective and like, who is he going to be? Is he going to be somebody who's accused? Is he going to be somebody who's, accusing
1: i think we saw that in the trailer i think he is one yeah. so. accused.
0: and i mean so. that oh.
2: whole time period in general like mob mentality well we see yep. it today there's mob mentality yep. yeah yeah nope. that's why they call it a witch hunt witch <laughs> hunt is
1: yep, yep. <laughs> um
2: so yeah it, it'll be really interesting to see that from ben's point of view
0: yeah
1: uh overall uh like we said or like i said it's going to be an intense season yep, looks yep.
2: and can't wait do, do let's we, go do we want to talk about the teaser a little bit
0: uh like, i don't remember what happened in the teaser
1: did you uh we, oh, you we didn't, didn't see, see the that teaser? so yeah they didn't on 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 peacock they don't oh. play that stuff that yeah. sucks so the episode just ended when like they yeah. faded away um or, or ben, ben left, then the credits rolled, and then oh. it was over.
2: Yeah, they kind of showed like little bits and pieces. Uh, looks like, I mean, I can't tell 100% from the little teaser they showed. It looks like maybe Addison has moved on. <gasps> no!
1: Well, she yeah, like, dead, why, I mean, why wouldn't you? What, what yeah. you Three mean?
0: years, though? I don't know. I mean,
1: well, I mean, if she if she's engaged, maybe that's ridiculous. But starting to see someone after three years, I don't know. It's it's not. I mean, unfeasible. I love
2: Ben and Addison, but honestly, if oh I had God. someone and and it's it's almost like a parallel to Al and Beth in a way because um, Beth waited for Al for so long but he was a POW yeah. in Vietnam they assumed he was dead. So what was she mm-hmm. supposed to do sit so there and pine for someone who might never come home?
0: I guess. So yeah. I mean, I don't... I just that, I hadn't even thought about that possibility.
2: I'm sorry. When, I'm sorry for crushing everything. Oh my
0: goodness. <laughs> Ugh. I also I don't know. I know a lot of people are going to like be like, Ooh, 3 years and I think I feel like that's fast personally for me." I but
1: well, how long how long have they been together?
0: Mm. Oh, we don't know. Well, okay. I don't remember. Exactly.
1: It, since not no, no, cause they long. okay, they started
0: quantum leap in 2017. I want to say like around 2017-2018 then, so
1: 5-6 yeah. years.
0: Uh, but you know.
1: And and they didn't start dating right no. away. That's so what I'm
0: saying. Like sometime
1: she waited more than she probably waited more than 50% of the length of the of the relationship, which I think is reasonable
0: I guess. I don't I, like I it. I think so. But, but he, it but it makes for a good conflict though. Well, it makes for a good like. Yeah. Think of it, it this way: yeah. say yeah.
2: the love of your life is presumed dead, and then you finally get up the strength and courage to move on. Everybody's going to judge you for it, but which is stupid. Nobody should judge you for that. But you start seeing someone else, and then surprise, the love of your life is still alive. What do you do in that situation?
0: You say, buy a new person. Fairly
1: easy. Yeah. yeah. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I think that's fairly easy. It becomes difficult if it's like so long later you're like in love and well, marriage. yeah, that's true too. That's that's and we don't that's know a, if she's married issue. or not. If she is, that's that's, <laughs> that's a little cuckoo,
2: <laughs> but you know, um, but yeah, that that would be my thing because you probably did over time develop real feelings for this other person too. You'd be like.
1: Yeah, that's why I said it. it depends on how yeah. long. Like, I'm having a hard time thinking the length that she's, if she is with someone new, the amount of time she's been with this person doesn't really seem like it would yeah. be just based on the timeline. Like, yeah,
0: and based on the relationship years, that she and Ben has and the context, yeah. like everything they've been through, it would take way more than three years for her to get to a point where she's like, at peace with him being gone, yeah. especially since yeah. it wasn't like yeah. a "we know for sure he's dead, we buried him." It's like a she probably, I doubt she just assumed he was dead. She probably always yeah. thought that there was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, she could. It's a safe assumption, but I just don't believe that Addison would resign to that, and and.
2: But I also that just seems
0: out of character for for her.
2: I also could be totally misreading it, and that's not exactly what's going on. Yeah,
0: maybe. But, but it, I mean, it's It a, makes for a good teaser. Yeah, so, so cause I mean... we're doing this.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I just... I thought that was interesting. Kind of... Yeah, totally. Thought, okay, that's kind of like Beth and Al sort of had. So...
0: Yeah.
2: And they ended up together in the end, yeah, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a good uh, potential conflict to, for... You know, maybe an episode or two.
2: I don't think it'll drag on very long if that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This show definitely,
1: yeah, the, this show definitely doesn't need to turn into a will they, won't they? Yeah, be. no. <laughs> that's not. They what were already we
2: engaged. They will. Yeah. End of story. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's just uh, my thoughts on that. And then you know they just showed a bit of. You know different scenes in the next, the next few episodes looks interesting looks like high stakes so i'm yeah. kinda, i'm really looking forward to yeah. it
1: the only thing i know of like the salem and everything and the way i knew about that is from the um the season teaser from last yeah. week mm-hmm. or
2: so and
1: which we talked about in the uh, and that's
2: kind of what this was there was just like a little bit more with like the addison stuff and everything so
1: yeah well, yeah we definitely didn't yeah. see that <laughs>
2: So, I mean, if you want to watch it later and tell me if you think I'm on the right track or not, you're more than welcome.
0: Oh,
1: sounds good.
2: I totally rewrote it in the thing and I forgot to mention it. Uh huh. The MacGyver name drop was like, oh,
0: yeah, hilarious. Oh, that's (laughs) so funny to me, too, because I was just thinking like, I don't remember if Andrew used it in a sentence where he said he was going to MacGyver something. Something made it pop into my head. And I thought to myself, we are getting into an age now where I feel like so many, because there's, we have even millennials who don't like, didn't watch MacGyver, Mm. but definitely Gen Z doesn't know where that saying came from. Right. And we're, yeah, we're getting to a point now. I don't think the phrase is going to get lost. We're going to continue saying it, but people aren't going to know why. Yeah, it's just going to be like, wait, what's a MacGyver? Who's a MacGyver? <laughs> like,
1: like, why do we say two and a half one? dozen of the other? Yeah, six and one other, half
0: yeah. dozen of the other or whatever. It's so going to yeah. be like one of those fuck sayings fuck <laughs> where, where like everyone's going to keep saying it and, and people are going to have to like Google it, like look it up like, why do we say MacGyver? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, so I was just thinking about that. So I thought that was funny that, that, that they did that. But it was the reverse of that, where he says it and no one has heard yeah. it yet. No yeah, <laughs> heard of it yet,
2: we still it say things like "videotape" and uh, yeah. the save yeah. the save button yeah. is a floppy disk. And some kids are like, yep. well, "What is that? It's a yeah. save button." No, it's a floppy
0: yep. disk. Now, to be yep.
1: to be fair, I still use. Well, yeah, that
0: is true. <laughs> but, but not I mean, everyone do. Most yeah.
1: people, most people. Yeah. do.
2: but when I grab my uh phone, I'm like, oh tape this.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Film this. It... Film is a is a physical thing. Yeah. Are not you filming act, me right thing. now? <laughs> well technically no. Yeah. I'm
0: taking a video of you on my phone. But... Right?
1: I'm taking a digital video yeah. of the
0: image. Yes. Are you taking a digital vid- v- video of my image right now? No, you say are you filming me right now? <laughs> yes. So yep. I'm MacGyvering a video of you right now. I'm MacGyvering yeah. <laughs>
1: Um. So yeah. Anyways, to sum up, good, exciting, intense episode. Yeah. Uh, excited to see where we go. Excited to see where this conflict is resolved. Excited to see these um, kind of iconic, high-intense um, sort of situations. I can't remember. Did I see somewhere where? Yeah, he punches a notch not, not- yeah, in the teaser, he, right?
0: So he punches him so right in the I'm teaser right at the
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. did you see the teaser Um, Sydney no okay oh wait Um, yes because that's
0: that's the same one where we see that he goes to Salem right yes yeah yeah Yeah. so
1: yeah and he says something like wow I've always wanted to do that or something so yeah I'm excited to see these high intense situations that'll be be fun
2: yes oh you know what I was gonna say one more thing because we're we're talking and I just we got talking and it slipped um Andrew will remember this because it was traumatizing. Um, so in the Accelerator, when we're saying we didn't know who came through, what if it was that alien from that Disney World uh, show?
1: Oh yeah, the thing the thing they ended up turning into yeah. the Stitch one.
0: You mean Alien yeah. Encounter? Yeah, The one that was originally yeah. supposed to be the Ridley Scott alien but then the, the deal fell yeah. through so they were like uh, let's just make it as close alien. to Ridley Scott Alien as we possibly can without actually doing it. Yeah, <laughs> that thing was terrifying yeah. and traumatic. It actually ate a cast member, yep. and they spray the blood at you. I wish I had been able to do that at oh. the Magic Kingdom oh, no on. less. Oh. I, I
1: went on it. it never, never been, been to Florida. <laughs> I was oh eight my years god. old. I would
0: have. I would have still loved that shit when I was eight. Oh my god. Oh, oh of course, oh. Candy, Candy, and I, my sister, our sister,
2: we were in the seats, and when the when the monster came out we were like trying to push
0: our seat restraints up so we could get out so yeah <laughs> i wish i wish we had that on the disneyland side man that was an intense
1: experience yeah. man I, pro- I would like it now i've
0: watched so many videos of it and so many videos about it on like theme park historian type stuff and just like being a disney mm-hmm. nerd i'm like why why did florida get that and not us Ugh. right like we have so much space in Tomorrowland, we could be using to do that. And no, they're gonna build another friggin' Avatar thing.
1: Ugh. Wah!
0: No more Avatar. wah!
1: They're building Avatar shit. Here. Yeah,
2: no. I told you that.
0: It's uh. either gonna be, I mean, ugh, sidebar, but like, they they haven't said whether it's gonna be a ride. They're just saying it's an experience, which suggests to me that it's either going to be at the Captain EO Theater and be, like, a 3D show type thing. Oh, okay. Or...
1: If that's if that's what it is, yeah. that's fine. Or, that's But if they, like, tear down Innoventions... That's why I think it's going to be in
0: Innoventions, either. I think that's the second option. Like, it's... I don't think they're going to tear down the building. I think they're just going to...
1: Look, if it's contained in, inside a yeah. building... I'm yeah, but that's do.
0: why they're calling it an experience, well, and they're not saying we're going to build the whole land. They're just saying, like... You you okay. know what? You okay. know why?
2: It's because they know they can't get away with um, doing anything Pocahontas because everybody would crap on them.
0: So Except they're... that Pocahontas oh. is in frontier land. I've hosted her. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I
2: have never seen Pocahontas, but I'm, like, sitting yeah. there going, now they can take the story of Pocahontas...
0: Yeah, she's there. Put her in Disneyland
2: without Pocahontas backwash. and Miko.
0: Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Pocahontas and Miko do walk around Frontierland in the mornings.
1: Wait, how does how Miko walk around?
0: He's a, he's a, a sculpted like Mickey.
1: He's. He's the size of a, he's a <laughs> raccoon. He's the size he's the of a size human. He's the size of a short human.
0: Um, he's a, he's the size. That's yeah. Mickey Mouse that's, is the size of a human, so and a that Mickey doesn't Mouse. bother you too.
1: <laughs> well, but that's Mickey Mouse, <laughs> and Stitch. Miko is literally. It's just like the a same raccoon. thing as
0: Stitch too. Like. Stitch is smaller and...
1: But even then, okay, that's an alien Miko is just an ordinary Non-anthropomorphic raccoon
0: And you're clearly <laughs> an expert on these matters <laughs> He's currently a raccoon in the... Or are you a wolf? Are you a raccoon?
1: Oh, I don't know what, no, this isn't a raccoon oh. My filter, I think it's some sort of uh, A canine Me- I don't know exactly yeah. what it's supposed to be that's
0: I'm funny. still a rabbit, in case anyone's wondering I'm still a fox no.
1: Oh yeah, I was just I was messing around. You guys were deep in conversations. So I was just messing around. Yeah. With Although I did figure, look <laughs> look
0: at what I can do with my mouth. Watch, watch me.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can, wait, you can. Hey, yeah. It's much fun. It's much funnier on the. <laughs>
0: it is. Anyway, so I uh, I think we've done the thing, friends. I think I, we've done the thing. I think we. Have, yeah, I think yeah. so. So go us. Did we um,
1: even come up with yeah. a
2: question for this?
1: Ooh. Oh, I didn't even we, think uh, about we it. Didn't. Um, I guess you know we can go okay. through generic. Um, what what do you hope to see in this season? Yeah. Or what did you see in the teaser that you're most excited to see? I already see answered play
0: that. Out? Oh, oh, yeah.
1: And so did I. Actually, oh. kind of right. I want to see the Nazi thing.
2: I I, I really want a good Indiana Jones type. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, yeah. By the way, if I'm gonna sidebar right here. That new Indiana Jones movie is fucking yeah, It was actually
0: lit. good. It was
2: really good. I was really pleased with that. Uh yeah.
1: yeah, it was I was I had such a low expectation after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Um uh, but I feel like they really recaptured actual Indiana Jones. What's funny is he acted less old in this one than the other one, where like the joke was like, I'm so old. Yeah. I'm so old. And, like, in this one, yeah, he's old and he has a little bit of trouble, but it wasn't, like, the focus of every yeah. freaking joke. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
2: to me, Crystal Skull was, f-
0: like, fun, but that's about it.
1: Nah, not even to me. I ugh.
0: I think it had moments um, of things that were, like, almost good, but yeah. for the most part, like, I, I'm yeah. perfectly fine to and skip And it's not
1: it. about the aliens.
0: Yeah, aliens, whatever.
1: I have no issue oh, well, with yeah. aliens. Oh, except the CG of that's the aliens, not my though, issue. was a little... Yeah. it's the CG oh, the CG of it is bad but like I don't think and you know, I hope I don't make anyone mad I don't think the concept of aliens inhabiting the earth at any point in time is any more ridiculous than a functioning Ark of the Covenant or Holy Grail of Christ <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's just as fantastical as either yeah, of no, those things valid. so it's it's fine it fits it fits perfectly in yeah. Indiana Jones
0: but we need um, to write it well and use good effects yeah. and
1: exactly.
0: practical effects Use yes.
1: them. Yeah, that was the thing, right? This new Indiana Jones used Practical wherever yeah. feasible.
0: Like, yeah, there was also CG uh, happening, but it wasn't, like, the main focus. They still used Practical whenever they could. Correct. So.
1: Yeah, whenever feasible. And um, in Crystal Skull, they used it just because. Yeah. The fucking groundhog in the beginning, man. Like, come on. Why is there a CG groundhog the size of a movie screen? It was so yeah. bad. Yeah. Um the fridge scene was most okay. the most ridiculous bullshit like too.
2: that scene that never it was entertaining though I...
1: there indiana jones has always had ridiculous fantasy <clears throat> action that is over the top that was to the moon that was ridiculous like dude was in the middle of a nuclear blast launched in a lead refrigerator would have Hundreds, if not thousands of feet, and then landed hard on the floor. He would have been mush. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Indiana. The shockwave would have still killed him inside the lead fridge, but.
0: Would have crushed his Indiana if not,
1: Bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indiana Bones is the name of my nice. first dog. Nice. Um, but yeah, if, like, if the shockwave didn't kill him, launching thousands of feet and then falling on the floor with no parachute. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. that that was a bit ridiculous but anyway not to sidetrack too far I just want to say that the new Indiana Jones I loved it it was really good Um, I saw it in theater four times
2: I I would definitely be happy if they did in the in where whatever episode he punches a Nazi if it was like it had that essence of Indiana Jones I would be thrilled
1: or some sort of nod to it in some way yeah exactly yeah um, I'm trying to think of what they could do in the Salem episode too to put put a nod to something.
2: Oh, I'm sure there's plenty. They'll figure it out. Yeah. The
1: only thing that might prevent that, that, might prevent that obviously, is if you know Disney. Well, yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> Wait, why would Disney prevent that? Oh, um, well, they still they have, have the rights to indie.
1: I don't. I don't 100 know. Um, because yes, it is a, a mm-hmm. Lucas thing, but it was also Paramount, and Paramount is not owned by Touchstone.
0: Oh no, Touchstone was something else.
1: Nope, it's Paramount. They have the Paramount. To, uh, in... I'll have
0: to ask the boss next time I'm in the office. I'll be like, "Do you, so do you own Indiana Jones?" <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't know how the rights to Indiana Jones works because it was always kind of yeah. muddy because it was a multi-multi company that project. that is true. Um, so. I don't know if Disney owns it or has distribution rights or they maybe they bought it from someone without buying the oh, fucking itself. Nope. I just
2: don't know. In October 2012, The Walt Disney Company acquired Lucasfilm, thereby, thereby granting Disney ownership rights to the Indiana Jones intellectual property.
0: Oh, I knew that. Wait, I do remember I knew that.
1: Then why is it still Paramount? Because the new Indiana Jones had the Paramount. Did it?
2: One on it. I mean, they probably oh. still Yeah. did it as a joint venture, but they probably just anyway. don't. But uh, there was our tangent.
0: Uh, we've had a, f- a yeah. couple. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We've done worse. We did a lot worse on the uh, Yeah, we did. So. I, I believe did.
0: we did. Uh,
1: uh, the new <laughs> character—I can't remember her name though. Um, we Sydney and I predict that there's a Disney Plus streaming series going to be made with that character.
0: Possibly. The, yeah. the
1: lady character. It should and, be and her, and, her um, and
0: and Short Round. I love Short Round. It should be her be cool and Short Round, and it, it should somehow. just be called Raiders. Yes. Listen. Yeah.
1: Listen to us. We have good ideas. I can't write your show, but I can come up with an yes. idea. <laughs> and then you write it. <laughs> you write it well.
0: Uh, speaking of writing, Christina, you've been writing some stuff. I've been writing some stuff. So.
2: Whoa. <laughs> um, Wild. I know, right? So, I do have a book available on Amazon. I'll post all the links in the show notes. Um, And I'm working on the sequel. Actually, it might even... The way it's going, it might even be a prequel. But it's going to be basically that same series. It's like a small town uh, romance. And it basically follows... Like, the first book follows um, the characters Everly and Heath. The second book's going to follow... Her friend Brandy, her husband Lee, just kind of, um, you know, a little look into the lives of these people who live in a small town where everybody gossips.
0: Spicy.
1: Cool.
2: Always spicy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I started a completely new project during this downtime hiatus. Uh, I have a new YouTube channel. It's called, I don't remember what it's called because it went through a couple names and I don't remember if I renamed it yet. But it's uh it's like VHS unwind or something uh, I take my really old cameras I use VHS mini dv and like video 8 film tapes and I record long format just ambient stuff so I like I went to Disneyland and I just recorded the, the esplanade between the parks and like go to the VHS park and record chill birds.
0: Andrew.
1: VHS That's right. and chill and it's it's all done with real video cameras with real uh videotape and then i uh upload it i do very little if any editing and i just it's like background ambient noise it's got that real vhs feel and um it's just meant to be like kind of ambient stuff you listen to while you're working or chilling out or cleaning Uh, so you know we'll we'll put that in the show notes as well and uh you know thanks for subscribing and watching that if you get the chance
0: Uh, we're also plugging the fact that, um, for our wedding, we have a fundraiser for going on a trip. We would like to go actually travel abroad, um, in all the times,
1: all of, yeah,
0: (laughs) for all of the years that Andrew and I have been together, which is several, 14, in fact, um, we've never traveled abroad together. Farthest we've ever gone together is Vegas, which is insane. Um, because that is really not that far
1: actually i think i think yosemite is farther
0: well but it's still in the same state so but yeah (laughs) it's in the same state we've we've been all over california together and we've been um Mm. to vegas but we've never gone across the sea together and it would be really cool particularly if we could go to japan we would love to go to japan um but yeah so we have a, a fundraiser for that um we've told all of our wedding guests that we do not want gifts, like physical gifts for a registry. Um, instead, we ask that if you would like to give us something, donate to our our fundraiser. So we will go yeah. ahead and put the link to our wedding website and our um, honeymoon fundraiser in the show notes. Um, no pressure, no obligation, obviously, but, you know, just throwing it out there just in case. It might yeah. be nice if you um, would like to help yeah. us to have a nice thing because thanks that'd
1: yeah. be great yeah like we've been living together for 11 years there is not a single thing that is a typical wedding gift that we we got a kitchen need.
0: aid we, we got have. a microwave we got a fridge we got it all folks we just
1: don't have we travel got, <laughs> we've got bed sheets we've got dinnerware we've got serving plates uh we don't we don't have the ability or finances to travel anywhere
2: <laughs> help I, I, you know what? I have the uh, finances to travel to work. There you go. That's know. about it. Yes. Same.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, kind of weird. <laughs> <but same. laughs>
2: whenever those gas prices start spiking, I'm like, okay, can yep. I afford to work over time? Yeah. Okay. okay, so
1: I was uh, sharing uh, spicy, naughty images Uh-oh. with a friend of mine. Uh,
0: not of yourself. And- Let's make that clear.
1: Oh yeah, not of myself, um, of of video game go. characters. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for that. That's context. Good. Yeah, um, Final Fantasy characters to be specific. Um, anyway, um, and you know there, there's there's hearts and jewel emojis, and then he goes, um, "Here's my porn for the day," and he sent me a picture of a Shell gas station for two ninety eight a gallon. Boing, and it was the, the the biggest jewel block of emojis i ever sent because uh it is over six dollars yeah right now, it's
2: ridiculous so. <laughs> sigh oh
0: california yeah yeah
1: and don't anyone bs me and say that the taxes the taxes are like 50 cents yeah <laughs> so that the other two dollars and 50 cents is coming from corporate exactly. bs exactly <laughs> It doesn't take more to ship it here. In fact, it takes less shipping to ship it here because we're right next to the goddamn right? ocean. <laughs> it's coming into Long Beach. So, uh, yeah, BS on your shipping costs and tax. That's not what's doing it. It's because we have a higher cost of living, so they know yep. they can do it.
0: I mean, it's lots of things, and I'm I'm going to bitch yeah. about taxes no matter what. I don't care. But... Um...
1: And now you actually pay them, so <laughs> yeah. you have the right to. <laughs>
0: anyway... Blah. <laughs> the dead Ad- eyes,
1: man. <laughs> adulting sucks. <laughs> uh. uh. <laughs> Play yeah. with our filters. Anyway, thank you all for listening and for listening to our rants and our sidetracks and our thoughts on this Welcome Back episode. Again, let us know what you are most excited to see coming up or what you want to see coming up. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh well, I won't actually. Sorry, Christina, Christina, and the guest host. We'll see you next time. I oh I I you me. <laughs> oh no. Okay Bye
2: for real. So, what did you think of today's show? Send us a message on Anchor or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at PQL Podcast. Links will be provided in the show notes.
1: Show us some love. Follow and subscribe, and don't forget to leave a rating in your favorite podcast app. You can also help support the podcast by visiting either our Anchor support page or PayPal link in the show notes. All supporters will get a special mention at the end of our episode, and we're working on new and exciting perks to bring you in the future.